0: I'm going to read a lengthy email to you, and it shouldn't bore you, even though it's long. A brother could not be with us this morning because he needed to be in Tennessee with relatives because he was asked to be there, and in order to honor parents and aunt, he went, and I approve his going, but this is the spirit of of a true child of God when they have to be away from the house of the Lord. And I hope you'll bear with me as you hear these words. I'm reading from Jerry Evans. He did not write this to you. He wrote this to me. I had to beg him and tell him the reasons why I thought it would be useful for you to even have this privilege. But please hear me, hear Jerry, and hear the spirit of a man that's under great conviction right now of thanksgiving For all that the Lord has done for him and for the church here in Greenville. My soul longeth, yea, even fainteth for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh crieth out for the living God. Psalm 84, 2. Brother Jonathan, this turned out to be rather long. I am sorry for that. But as the scripture below says, I was about to burst and needed to write this to someone. Since you are my pastor, you got the honor. Sorry. I write to you, and he quotes from Job 32, the words of Elihu, For I am full of matter. The spirit within me constraineth me. Behold, my belly is as wine, which hath no vent. It is ready to burst like new bottles. Job 32, 18 and 19. I have been up since 5 o'clock this morning. This is Friday. Packing, shopping, cleaning, and studying, so I'll be ready to leave for Tennessee when Deborah gets home around 2 this afternoon. The whole time, all I can think of is how I do not want to go. I told Deborah last night I did not want to go. I told Zach yesterday afternoon I did not want to go. Why don't I want to go? Because I want And when I emphasize, it's his emphasis, not mine. Because I want to be at church. I do not feel guilty for missing, nor do I feel as though I am sinning. I do not feel like you or anyone else would look down on me for missing, since it is a rare occasion. It is because I desire to be there. My heart longeth and fainteth for the courts of the Lord. It is the highlight of my week. When I am blessed to gather in the house of the Lord with the people of the Lord. To hear his word proclaimed that I might hide it in my heart and not sin against him. Psalm 119.11 To sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. Psalm 7.17 To provoke and be provoked by his people. Hebrews 10.24 and 25 To hear his name lifted up Exalted, magnified, glorified, and praised, for he is more than worthy. Psalm 34, 3. I hope you know me well enough to know that I do not write this with one smidgen of pride or arrogance, or that I believe it is due to one ounce of my own goodness or ability, for I have neither, that I feel this way. Nor do I remotely believe that I am in any way special, for we both know that I am not. I write you this to magnify the Lord Jesus Christ who has put it in my heart the least of his saints and made me to feel this way. I sometimes become overwhelmed thinking of the goodness the Lord has displayed toward me. I know of no one who deserves it less. He has saved my soul from the lowest hell. Psalms 86, 13. He brought me up also out of a horrible pit out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock, and established my goings. Psalm 40 in verse 2. He has made me a king and priest. Revelation 1:6. He has adopted me, called me a son, and gave me an unlimited inheritance for eternity. Romans 8, 15 through 18. Amen. He has given me promises that are numerous and certain. 1 Kings 8:56, and much, much more. What is even more amazing is that he has done all of this even though I did everything possible to kick against him. I blasphemed and mocked his glorious name, cursed him and spit in his face more than once and basically resisted him as much as I possibly could. I went so far as to literally pray on more than one occasion that he would leave me alone so that I could enjoy this world. Even more, unlike Paul, I did not do it in ignorance, but in all-out rebellion. But praise His glorious name. He would not leave me alone. If Luke 7.47 is true, and they whose sins are many and are forgiven love much, then no one should love him more than me. And I have a hard time believing that anyone else does. Sorry if that sounds arrogant, but it is the truth of how I feel. I am indebted to the Lord like no one I know. And the only way He will let me repay Him is to keep His commandments, praise His glorious name, and fellowship and serve His people, all of which He causes to give me more joy and satisfaction than anything else I do. Behold what manner of love is this, it is for these reasons that I do not want to be gone on Sunday. I will go. I will honor my parents and my aunt, and I will do it joyfully. But know this, my heart will be here, Greenville, on Sunday morning. Deborah and I will read the preparatory and do devotions on Saturday night as we always do. We will get up on Sunday morning and seek the Lord on our own as well. I know that under the circumstances, that will be just as pleasing to the Lord as if we were at church, and that is all that really matters under the circumstances. However, we will miss being there. I will miss the time of prayer in the back room where the Lord's blessing is sought and His name is lifted up. I will miss praising His name in song with the great congregation. I will miss seeing you open up his book and hearing you read from it distinctly and giving the sense that we may understand and follow the Lord more perfectly. I will miss the fellowship and conversation about the great things we just heard and hearing others praise the Lord for his greatness. I will miss doing it all over again for the second service. I will miss the youth meeting where once again my Lord will be spoken of and glorified From the depths of my heart, I will miss it all very much. That is why I do not want to go. Know that though I will be absent in the flesh, I will be with you in spirit. As I write this, I think of Scott in New Zealand, James in Florida, and the many others who we know of scattered throughout this world who are not blessed with what we have in Greenville, South Carolina. I hope and I pray that the hundred plus people who have been blessed beyond measure with the great privilege to gather at our little building on Sunday in the name of our glorious Savior and King, realize and appreciate what a blessing they have. I hope they prepare their hearts throughout the week and especially on Saturday night. I hope and pray that they wake on Sunday morning excited and anxious to get to the Lord's house and worship Him on the Lord's day. I hope and pray that they worship the Lord Jesus Christ with great zeal and affection while they are there, forgive me if I am wrong for saying this, but if the Lord is not worshiped with more zeal and heartfelt affection in Greenville, South Carolina, than in any other place in the world, then shame on us. All right. I am very thankful for our little church. I am very thankful that the Lord has seen fit to give us a pastor. Many saints do not have one who is diligent in his studies, preaching, praying, and other pastoral duties and exhorts us every week to serve and love the Lord Jesus Christ more and more. I am thankful for a nation that allows me to worship in peace. I am thankful for my Bible. Many have not had it like I do. I am thankful for my brethren of like precious faith that I speak to about the wonderful things of the Lord. Not all are blessed to have them. That's right. And most of all, I am thankful for my Lord Jesus Christ, who took the worst of the worst, Quickened him, changed him, called him his own, and will not be ashamed to present him before his father one day. Unbelievable! Amen. One thing, have I desire to the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to behold the beauty of the Lord, and to inquire in his temple. To Jesus be all the glory both now and forever. Jerry. Amen. Measure yourselves. Measure your children. You and your family. I measure myself. I measure my children. We all must measure ourselves by a the standard that a good brother sets for us. You know, he's absent and he's provoking us to love and to good works, isn't he? Just like we're supposed to provoke one another to love and to good works. How much do you love the house of the Lord? Is it easy for you to be gone? Or is the life of worshiping God in the house of God with the Lord's people, with the Word of God and the servant of God important to you like I just read? Oh, Lord, save us. That's a good testimony. The Lord's hand is heavy upon Jerry in good things. The times of refreshing from the presence of the Lord are washing his spirit. And it's a good thing to read and share. And I hope that you enjoyed hearing his enthusiasm. It wasn't written for you. It was written to me. It was written because his heart was about to burst. You know, what I just read to you ought to be read at a funeral someday for this man. Because when he is dropped into the ground, he will be remembered because he loved the Lord God our Father and His Son Jesus Christ in heaven. And that makes all the difference in the world. And yet there are men simple in this world that are the true children of God who will be remembered and who should be remembered right. and who have a heart that the Lord has changed that loves the things of the Lord Jesus Christ and loves the things of heaven and loves the things of His kingdom. And we want to, re- we always want to remember the proper priorities of life. What makes a real life in the sight of God? This life is so short, and we're all going to give an account of it to God. And he doesn't care what you think is valuable. He doesn't care what I think is valuable. He's going to measure men by a written standard of conduct. And it's right here. And Jerry just passed in such a glorious way, it ought to be read at um, his funeral, if anyone remembers that. It's in my email folder entitled Jerry Evans because it speaks of a changed soul and a changed spirit. It speaks of a child of God and that is one that should be remembered. What we care about is their love of the Lord Jesus Christ and that's all God cares about. Amen. And Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, stir up our hearts that they as well would be full of all the fullness of God and ready to burst themselves as you reveal to us the full dimensions, the height, the length, the breadth, the depth of the love of the Lord Jesus Christ for us. We pray a special blessing upon Deborah and Jerry this very day that you would grant them your presence and your light, your favor and your smiling countenance in a way that they would know that you are with them. Reward this brother according to his faith, his zeal, and his love for thee, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.